You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Okay, not so subtle brag, but I've been getting a lot of compliments on my skin lately, and it is 100% thanks to Truly Lifestyle Brand. Truly Lifestyle Brand is an all-natural and cruelty-free skincare company that allows your skin to become its best self. Their before and after photos are actually insane and totally speak for themselves, so you have to go check them out on their Instagram. Use code TRULYPLUSATIP for 10% off your first online order. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Danny, and as always, it seems, I am joined by Riley. You complain about it, but you keep inviting me here. <laughs> but one day I'm going to get an actual other friend, and I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> You're going to have not just a last resort. Yeah, I'm going to have options. <laughs> but until that day, here I am. Here she is again. Uh, so times are interesting. We haven't talked to you guys in a little bit because I had two back-to-back interview episodes with, uh, Sassy Cassie and AM Davies, which are both amazing ladies. And you guys, I'm sure listened to them and fell in love right away because they're dope. But yeah, it's been a hot minute since we spoke with you. Have you, um, have you adjusted to the new, the new way of life that is, uh, somewhat, current but post-covid i don't like yeah it's so weird right now it's like no one really talks about covid anymore it's kind of like over and done with but totally i think um i think people just canceled covid you know especially with cancel culture where everyone talks about yeah (laughs) we're just like you know what i'm done with this uh yeah i mean i was kind of getting back to normal ish with school and working a little bit of pr and now you know the clubs are opening up again and so it's it's starting to get a little bit more normal, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It still feels weird not being able to go to things like escape rooms and bowling and because I do Anything. so much bowling. <laughs> Anything you do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> or like pot, like I wanted to take a pottery class and pottery classes aren't open. You know, I just like I. It's I'm really looking, tragic. Look, it's the little things. <laughs> all you want to do is do pottery. All I want to do is bowl and pottery. <laughs> Bowl and make bowls. Hey. Hey. Um, I love bowls. <laughs> I love me a good bowl. Um, yeah. No, I ventured out this past weekend. Super proud of me because I'm naturally a homebody. But like I said, 2020 summer was going to be like my summer that I was going to be social. I was going to get the fuck out there. Um, that took a little bit of a nosedive with when, when COVID was a thing. Um, but yeah, I went out on Friday and it was really odd because everything's working at half capacity mm-hmm. you can't get it anywhere because it's so fucking busy because it's only letting 50 percent in so i was downtown and trying to get a place so i had to make a reso at one place um and then a later reso at another place and then an- then the reso at the original place i wanted because i had like to wait four hours for the original place so i had to like bounce around like different places um but yeah it's definitely interesting uh the one place i went to had these glass dividers up between each table. Yeah. And then this guy beside us bought us shots and he like cheers me between the glass and I was like, oh, duh. Yeah. And that's how mom and dad met. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Denny's married. <laughs> you guys, I, always, I also have a two-year-old now. <laughs> it's been a long two weeks. Um, yeah, no, things are definitely starting to open up again, um, which is kind of nice to be able to go out and see people and do things and have some sort of normality back. And hopefully the uh, the fifty percent regulations will lift soon. Although 
I'm sure there's going to be a second wave at some point. So I'm wondering what what's going to happen if it's just going to go back to like completely locked down or it better yeah, fucking not. Right. Like, I'm just over it. I just want to. I really want to be social for once. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's interesting. I think like you know how there's like theories that COVID wasn't really a thing and um, it was just a way for like the government to have you look over here when other things were happening or whatever people think. If that were the case, like now they kind of have like they're locked in. They probably like, started and they're like, oh fuck, we really got to go with this now. And I got to pretend a second wave comes around. <laughs> I'm like, this is like a this is a two year commitment. Fuck. Totally. He's <laughs> like, all right, guys, we got to commit. Like this isn't going so, away. So when should we say the second wave's coming? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, very interesting, very interesting. Um, and all the uh, throwaway fucking menus. Yeah. And then I like made a joke that I was like, oh, like we don't care about the environment anymore. <laughs> like. <laughs> Also, it's like paper everywhere, and I was like, interesting. Totally. <laughs> Although a lot of restaurants are doing, uh, you have to phone. look at. Yeah, I know. I was out one, one today, and she was like, "You can use your our paper menus that are like throwaway, or you can look on your phone." And like my guy friend was like, "I felt awkward," so I said my phone. I was like, "Give me the fucking paper. I'm not looking at my. Yeah. I'm not looking at my phone. I want my. I want a paper menu." Yeah, I'm not gonna look at my phone while I'm at a restaurant with company because then you just get so easily distracted, yeah. and you end up on Instagram for like. 40 minutes and you're like oh I'm so sorry hi <laughs> oh my name's Riley nice, <laughs> nice to meet you um yeah yeah uh yeah I'm killing trees left right and center but COVID so yeah uh that being said clubs are starting to opening up open up up here uh my club opened up originally just for stage girls and we had like plexiglass all around the stage and only like five stage girls were working. I think it was around five. They worked for the full week and I think they were working like 13 hour shifts. Some of them, they're opening from like close uh, opening to close mm-hmm. and we have like a daytime as well. Um, so they're definitely like doing long shifts. Um, but then there's rumors that private dances were going to start, but you'd have the dancers had to wear masks during the dances and clients had to wear masks. Um, so yeah, I then I heard a rumor recently that they're kind of reverting back to just stage, no more private dances. We right. tried it for a week, or I don't know what happened, but I'm waiting to hear the drama. Mm. Um, but your club just recently, your club opened up after mine. Yeah, we just opened up uh, last Thursday, and um, it's the same thing. Like we're only working at half capacity. We've moved a bunch of seats out of the way. Uh, we're doing lap dances, but we have plexiglass as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't we don't have to wear masks. Are you, are you plexiglass in the lap dance room? Yeah. Like, are you dancing behind the plexiglass? That's the purpose. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, like I when we went out Friday, we went to your club because I'm such a good friend. I brought a man who had money, and I was like, "It's my girlfriend's first night dancing, and she needs to dance. So can we go with her, and we'll give her all the monies?" And yeah, he tipped you generously. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was so, very lovely. But I don't remember plexiglass. The plexiglass is between you and the client? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just rolled it out of the way. Oh, it's okay. So it's not permanently yeah, there. I was yeah. Like, it I looks like kind of a teacher's whiteboard. Oh. That you would like roll into Oh, a you can roll it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I do not. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I was. I had, had a couple drinks, but I wasn't like that drunk, but I like, don't remember. Like, Me being like on the other side of yeah, glass, glass, like window washing my tits <laughs> on it. <laughs> um, I think it could be sexy. I heard, mm-hmm. um, there's somewhere that does that, like in their, 
in their champagne rooms, not here, it's in the States, like, they have, like, shower champagne rooms, so, like, you have, like, the shower screen, yeah. and you can, like, push yourself against the shower and all that, and that's really hot, but I don't know. I don't know if Vancouver people are going to be, like, down for it yeah. when they're paying 50 bucks and, like... Yeah, also, um, the plexiglass is, like, the size of maybe an A5 piece of paper, so, <laughs> so you can't... You can cover, like, one boob at a you can't even, like, uh, really use it sexily. Yeah. Sexily. In a sexy way. In a sexy way. <laughs> way. Um, um, so is it true people at your club had to be told to, like, not lick the money and stick it to the plexiglass? I mean, I didn't hear that, but that that would not remotely surprise me yeah. considering the clientele we have. Like, we've put up this plexiglass to stop COVID, which... Uh, so please lick spreads, the glass. <laughs> which spreads through, like, <laughs> spin and stuff, so Ugh. please... Spit on the glass towel. Yeah. People are idiots. That doesn't surprise me at all. Nothing surprising. Like, anytime someone's like, did you hear? Like, can you imagine? I'm like, yes, yeah, I can yeah. imagine people being that dumb, unfortunately. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, I haven't worked the club yet uh, because I don't think VIP dancers are working anymore. I think it was like X made like after a week. I don't know what happened, but stay tuned. I'll get you the gossip. But um, I don't know if it would like financially be worth it. Like, I think for you guys, because you guys can go in at night, but for us, we have to do stage, and we're there all day. For me, like, I'd rather work private party and not be stuck doing this seven days that week. No, for sure. I I agree. I think, um, I mean, it's still it's nice for me because it's back, back to normal, right? Like, uh, I just go in when I want. And so, and just for, you know, 10 till 3. Yeah. Um, so... It's great for me. Like, if I'm not booked on a PR gig, which is going to be my uh, priority or my, like, first choice, yeah. at least I can go into the club if I'm expected to, to work that night. Yeah. And typically, you know, like, before 10 anyways. Um, yeah. That's crazy. And then also, too, like, tip-out increase. Yeah, dude. So, like, we're up to uh, 40%. And uh, you guys up to 50%. Yeah, 40% as well. we are always at. Yeah. Yeah, which is so crazy. Like, but yeah, twenty five dollars for a dance, and I just, I just couldn't imagine grinding on someone for twenty five dollars. It's just more so the principle of like I'm doing a hundred percent of the work, and the club is getting fifty percent of my income. That's crazy to me. It was always forty percent for us. Well, I mean, it's been for the last four years, mm-hmm. five years, um, and like that's insane. I remember when I used to work at your club, and it was ten. When I started, it was 10. Yeah. And then you guys went up to 15. 15 yeah. And now you're at 20. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so mine's, been, mine's 25 now, which is ridiculous to me. And I don't yeah. understand why the club owners don't think to increase um, increase door co- like cover charge and then increase like each drink 25 cents because that would add up really quick too or increase it by whatever. But I think it's just gross to take it off the dancers because they're also financially struggling. You know. Totally. Well, they do it because... They can. They can. And, you know, the industry is saturated enough that you're so um, expendable to 100%. them. And also, um, they would rather keep the customers coming in and not scare them off with raised prices and then just take it off the girls. Like, that's the easier option for them, and they don't lose customers over that. Because mm-hmm. they don't give a shit if they lose girls. There's more girls who yeah. work, you know, yeah. and there's girls who are willing to still do it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so we spoke before, too, about me um, going blonde and starting to, like, 
trying to make that transition, which is always fun when you're a redhead, which I was. <laughs> it's <laughs> not an easy transition going blonde, but I'm getting there. Um, yeah, I like it. It's it's going. It's yeah. Yeah, but I lost nine inches of my hair, which is like so sad to me because my hair was like down to my ass, all natural, and now it's like down to your tits. Yeah. Just under your boobs. Just yeah. under my boobs, which to which me is like, like, I feel like I'm bald. <laughs> yeah, but like the feet to get like up and around your boobs, like your hair's still pretty long. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, these things, yeah. That is true. Um, but yeah, I think the blonde is, yeah, at least it's like it stands out. Like everyone is like black hair, long black hair. It seems like there's a lot of that. So obviously I could test at the club, but um I know one of my like main clients loves blonde, so I was like, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how he reacts to it next time I see him. But to be determined if blondes do make more money. Um, but one thing that's been on my mind lately is, and we talked about this extensively, is dating and sex work. It's definitely a difficult pull for sure. Yeah. And I've been in it for like the past two years since I started being a dancer, you know, like I've been dumped because I was a dancer. Oh yeah. Um, I've been just like a piece of meat to people cause I'm a dancer. Like, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm like dating someone now and it's going well. So. Oh yes. Tell us more about this. We have not yeah. had, we have not had like non-single Riley. I know. And I've always been taken. What, yeah. is, what the hell is happening? Uh, the okay. world, it's upside down. So go on. So explain to me like how these conversations, did you always know you were a stripper before you guys started mm-hmm. dating? Um, did you guys talk about it? How'd that talk go? Yeah. So we used to work together actually when I was at a brewery. And uh, so that's how we met. And then I, yeah, I must have moved, I moved into full-time dancing uh, like after I'd met him mm-hmm. and uh, he, he knew about it like he knew that I was um, a dancer but yeah we've talked about it we had to talk about it a couple days ago because how long have you guys been together for now um, we've been seeing each other for two months okay yeah and he, he knew before this it wasn't like two days ago you told me you're a stripper no he's God, always no, known no, no. a dancer he's, he's new he's known for like a year or a bit okay because like, yeah, you guys were friends before you started dating exactly okay um but yeah, he, he knew he knew what he was getting himself into. But um, there's definitely been I'm I'm staying with him at the moment so that I can work and uh, study. Like living with him. Yeah, yeah. And there's been some things that have like come up that he maybe doesn't like about it. But it's just been um, the fact that for PR groups you're so on call. So I'm looking at my phone all the time and applying to gigs and you know leaving as soon as he comes in the door when he thought we were going to spend the night. Like it's, hard, it's definitely hard to make plans when you are, are doing PR and, and you're like wanting to make as much money as you can in PR. You need to be available. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to go, and then I wasn't because the booking fell through, and um, he was just a little bit frustrated that. I, it was very wishy-washy mm-hmm. and, um, and that, you know, he was just disappointed. He thought we were going to spend the evening together and then I left. Mm-hmm. Um, but really that's been the only issue that he's had about it, which is pretty easy to just be like, okay, well, I will just make a schedule and like, I'll pick a day that I want to have off and I won't look at my phone. I will look at PR stuff and like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it, pretty easy to go around. And I think you'd expect that from any partner in any job, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know we spoke about this in our group chat, me, you, and um, 
couple of our friends, and one of them had said that she had the same thing with her because she's dating a square man as well. And uh, he was upset because she was like, or she felt bad because she was like on her phone a mm-hmm. lot. And I was at my family's for dinner, and she suggested like, oh, just like don't look at your phone when you're with your family, and then blah blah. blah. Yeah. Like for me, um, like I just would never do that for someone. And like my partners before, like my like my square partner would get annoyed that I was on my phone. And my, like, not-so-square partners, like, got it. And, like, they were on their phone all the time. Like, we'd be for dinner, and they'd be on their phone. And, like, I'd be lucky when they looked up. And it was like, yeah, that's the price you pay. That's the price you pay to be dating a hustler who, like, is self-employed and wants to make as much money as possible. Like, and if you want to live a good life and you want them to be making money and you want to be making money, like, unfortunately, that's just how it is. You wouldn't ask, like, if you had, like, I mean, like, you were like, I wouldn't ask anyone. Or you would ask, like, you would expect that from someone else. Like, if I was dating a neurosurgeon who was on call, yeah. I wouldn't be like, mm, can you tell him you can't be on call today because, like, I want your time? Like, no, I would never come between someone else's job. No, for sure. But I think even, you know, with a neurosurgeon is there's days that, you know, people have weekends. People have days off work. Yeah. And I think it's, like, and just important anyway for my mental health to take days off work. Yeah. Um, so just being a little bit more structural about, like, you know, intentional plan- with what Exactly, you exactly. Yeah. So that, you know when we make plans to hang out, I follow through with it as opposed to like ditching for a gig. And if I'm on call that night, then that's to be expected. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like there's a happy medium there. Yeah. And I think it's to like your priority, right? Like right now, if your relationship is your priority, like that makes sense that you would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like most people I do, they're just not my priority <laughs> <laughs> because I think like, I don't know, there's a saying and I remember I told my, one of my really good guy friends this once and he's like, you are fucking savage. But it's like the saying, it's like, um, you can wake up one day and the love of your life no longer loves you, but a hundred dollar bill will always be a hundred dollar bill. And it's like, I just like believe that. Like I've dated people where I'm like, Oh my God, like my love, like this yeah. is my forever person. And then they fucking go. And I took so much time off work to, to appease them. I took like months off at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't work the gigs. They wouldn't want me to work. Like I didn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then they leave, and you're like, wow, I could have made, like, so much more money this year had you not fucked up my life. Yeah, and for sure, like, I would never stand for someone asking me to take that sort of time off or, like, not work certain gigs. But I think it's just part of a healthy relationship to talk about, you know, what makes you... You know, if if that's going to be his one thing about sex work that he's, like, finds frustrating, I'm going to take it. Like, I can tell him that I'm going to have Tuesdays off or... Yeah, that's no problem. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think it would be like if I were in that role, I would be taking like, yeah, like a Monday, Tuesday off. Exactly. Like where I might not, the, the chance of a good gig coming up is less. And then I would never even like be on the table that I'm going to take a weekend off. Yeah. Unless like it's a special occasion, you know, like not just the lounge around the home. Like, I mean, I say that, but God knows I take most weekends off. <laughs> but that's what I want. You know yeah. What I'm no, me. for sure. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm taking probably next sunday to tuesday off we're gonna go camping so are we where we're we going uh-huh. <laughs> take me uh-huh. I'll be your third wheel. <laughs> um but yeah i think uh apart from that it's been going pretty good and he's pretty understanding about my job so he just asks questions when he's confused and i've i've told him like if he wants to know about like details about the party and details about this and that and uh, he said to some extent, and we've just talked about his boundaries in receiving information as well. 
Yeah. I think that's an extremely important conversation to have. Uh, that's one of the ones I had with one of my exes. It was kind of like a don't ask, don't tell. Um, and I'll let you know when I want, when I feel like that, that anxiety rising and I need to know something. Yeah. Um, and otherwise I wouldn't like offer information. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. I think I told him if he asks in me a question, I will answer it in full honesty, yeah. but I'm not going to offer up information that I feel like would make him uncomfortable or yeah. that he just doesn't need to know. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, I mean, you know, if for whatever reason his safety or like my safety or our relationship is in jeopardy, then those are things that he needs to know about. Yeah. But apart from that, like he can ask if he wants, but, uh, that's it. Like he can just ask if he wants to. Yeah. When he needs needs to know things. No, I completely agree. I think that's the best way it's worked for me. No, actually the best way was when someone paid me not to work anymore. (laughs) That was 100%. Actually, I'm going to put that in the top That was the best way. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, yeah, we'll see how this summer goes. I've the longest I've been single in since I was 18. So for 11 years, the longest I've been single is a month. Oh my God. Yeah. And oh my God. And she was like, how do you meet? Like, how long did you see them before you started dating them? I was like, oh, we've always just dated right away. And she's like, how do you guys to like date you? And I was like, okay, first off, I give great head. <laughs> but no, I'm just of that mindset where like, hey, if I like you, like let's legitimately try this. And if it doesn't work, cool. But like, I'm yeah. not going to like compete with other bitches. And like, I'm not, I'm not going to like, sp- and like, I'm not going to like see you one night and then see like 10 other guys that week and like be like half interested in everyone. Like, I just don't think like for me, but I'm also old school like that. I know it's a much more like a dating app generation that's like yeah 10 people at a time and like i hate dating apps oh my god like yeah i can't handle um i'm that's really surprising because you are so fucking picky like watching you go through dating apps is hilarious oh i'll I'll swipe right on okay so i have like ocd so everything i do is usually in numbers and i will count up to like 240 (laughs) like yeah. So I can go through a 240, like 240 people, and not swipe right on anyone. Like, I don't like people. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like little things will set me off. Like, if you're holding a fish, no. Yeah. <laughs> if you're driving a Honda, no. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. If you're For not sure. wearing a Rolex, no. <laughs> yeah. It's so much easier to gauge people when you meet them in person as well. 100%. And, like, also, I don't know. I don't really want to, like, always post, like, I don't know, done up flirty photos, but then, cause I don't, I don't want you to like, ex- I don't yeah. know, like that. I know you're just liking me for my looks, but that's a whole point of Tinder and di- yeah. Bumble and stuff is, yeah. Yeah. Is to like some of their looks, but yeah, we'll see. Also speaking of like dream men, um, I know you said you haven't seen it, but 365 days on Netflix is like literally, <laughs> I'm like praying to Satan that I, um, kidnapped by an Italian mafia man. <laughs> Dude, it's the hottest. Like, it is the, like... It, like, it's, like, my version of tentacle porn. Like, it is so hot. Like, yeah. I cannot. Like, and then I just feel like it's, like... It, this is shit's only sexy because she's kidnapped by, like, a 30-year-old, like, built Good, like, a yeah. Greek god billionaire. Yeah. You know, who's, like, I love you. <laughs> like, yeah. not some, like, creepy rapist. Like... It's like the whole Christian Grey fantasy, right? Like, it's only okay because he's this young, hot, like, rich guy. Yeah. Okay, so those who haven't watched it yet, get the fuck on it. But it's um, an Italian movie with Polish and English. And um, there's a Polish woman and this Italian mafia boss 
like literal Greek god. He's so gorgeous. Um, he has her guys kidnap her and bring her to his like Italian castle. And she wakes up and there's like a mural behind her of herself. And he's like, I watched, I saw you like some odd years ago and I've been like in love with you ever since and just wait for the time. And you have to stay here with me for a year. And if after 365 days, you don't love me, then you're free to go. And of course, like their first day together, he takes her like shopping to all the designer stores in Italy. And I'm like, okay, I would love you right there. <laughs> like, yeah. I love you. <laughs> it's like, I don't need those 364 days. Yeah. <laughs> But, and they're just like, these, they have these intense sex scenes on his, like, a million dollar yacht. <laughs> like, it's wild. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go home by myself and watch it tonight by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Your man's going to be, like, in the living room and be like, babe, you're like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> Five more minutes. Um, but, yeah, so it's super hot, super steamy. The guy is fucking beautiful. Um, but, anyway, so I watched it. I watched it, and I was thinking the other day, I was like, I wonder if they could ever make a movie like this with the woman as, like, the kidnapper. Oh, yeah. And it just doesn't seem as sexy. No. Right? Like, a woman is a multimillionaire, kidnaps <laughs> some <laughs> young toy boy looking. Yeah, who she was, like, stalking for five years and made a mural of. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, for some reason. Like, though, every bitch is, like, crazy ex-girlfriend, you know? <laughs> me. <laughs> but, yeah, um... It's just not as sexy when it's a girl doing it. But, my God, everyone needs to watch this movie. It's so fucking hot. One of my girlfriends posted, like, a meme of it on her story where he's, like, grabbing her by the throat to kiss her. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, my. (laughs) What are these feelings? I know. (laughs) I legit, like, I'm... I was going to say, like, I want to go to... Like, I legit need to go to Italy. Not only because, like, I need need this movie, but, like, I just really want to go to Italy. I always have. But I think I'm just going to do it. I'm turning 30 next year, right? So... I think I'm going to plan an Italy trip, maybe solo. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just take okay, off. Okay, cool. So I'm not invited. That's true. No, I'll Snapchat you. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to want your Snapchat. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, bitches. Um, but yeah, I think I might just take off to Italy for a bit. Um, I have nothing holding me here, so... And why the fuck not? Um, I mean, your dog, but... Fuck that little shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, he can literally, he can Boy, go the fucking overhead. He's so small. <laughs> no, I used to travel with him all the time, and yeah. people wouldn't even know there was a dog on the plane because he just like sits in his little carrier and doesn't make a sound. <laughs> and it was like, be like eight hour flights, and he'd just be like, derp, derp. <laughs> yeah, he's a good little travel bug. But yeah, Italy, I'm going to to find, and to, <laughs> I'm intentionally trying to get kidnapped. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go, I, like, the way that you want it to like go. I feel like it's going to be more of, like, a taken situation. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much 365 days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's very, very, um, what's it called? That Christian Grey movie? What was it called? Fifty Shades. Yeah, Fifty Shades. Very much that, but so much more hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone needs to watch that. You're welcome. Get your little rabbit out. Yeah. <laughs> Pushing um, up those batteries. Like actually, though, I was like in bed by myself, recovering from the weekend. I was like, huh. <laughs> interesting. My dog was looking at me. I was like, okay, never mind. I'm not going to do this later. Um, okay, for stay or go. Number one, they share a dog with their ex. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on, like, their relationship or how much he sees the dog or... Like, that's difficult to even just share a dog with someone that you're not with. Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe go just because like I like traveling. I don't know if Vancouver's where I want to stay. So if you if you can't like move because you have a dog in a city with an ex, then yeah. I just feel like maybe get it if it was a kid. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like if it was a child. Okay, obviously, I would hope you'd like be there for your child. Yeah. But for a dog, like I have my dog. I love my dog, but I wouldn't share custody over a dog. Do you know what I mean like to me? It's like when the relationship ends, the dog goes with someone. That's just too fucking bad. Yeah. It's not like your flesh and blood. Um, and I just feel like the people who like share dogs. They're kind. It's more so, so like another reason. Like they're like very much like still holding on to their ex. Like one of the people is kind of holding right. on to their ex still. Um, I, maybe I'm just naive because I've never been in that situation. Well, like I mean, me and me and my ex got our dog. Like my dog with like he got it for me. Yeah. Um, but but it was your dog. So like, yeah, yeah, he bought it for me. Um, but yeah, I've never like got one where like we split the cost and like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it'd be, like, a child, I understand a dog, like, move on. Well, two of our girlfriends went through that, right? They got a dog with their partner, and then they broke up. Yeah. And both of them kept the dog. Yeah. And I think they tried to share it for a little bit, right? One of them did. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, once you guys start moving on with your own lives, like, that that sharing of a dog usually precipitates, I think. Exactly. And, you you know, it's not the same thing, like, with a child care. Um like child support you know yeah. she had to take her to the vet and didn't put like any money towards it and yeah so at that point you've stopped taking responsibility why should you only get the fun parts yeah 100% okay so we would go um he has a baby blanket that they keep on their bed <laughs> do they like sleep with it or is it yeah. like aesthetically please no it's like a ratty old baby blanket oh that's uh, that's deep issues. Yeah, <laughs> to me, I'd be like, let's look for a counselor. Yeah, yeah. So you go. Yeah, I think so. Unless you were like willing to work on those issues. Yeah. Um. Call me when you've worked on them. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I feel like you know. Imagine. I just imagine this like thirty-five-year-old man like cuddling a baby like my baby like my boo boo blank blank like oh my god no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but girl, I'm getting old and single, so like who knows maybe I'll be Yeah. I'll just start <laughs> accepting some things. Um, they always talk in third person. No, I So can't. it's like Danica's gonna work tonight. Um Danica's or she's feeling a little tired. Like it's that's so weird. Riley is also not a fan. <laughs> Ew. No, I I cannot. I just feel like people that do that are also, like, just very uppity and very, like, you know, like, think they're better. They, like, feel joy and shit, and I'm not about that. (laughs) But, like, uppity and, like, kind of, like, snotty. Like, who talks like that? Like, I've never... I've never met someone who talks to third person. But... Oh, no, it would drive me insane. I can even be friends with that sort of person. (laughs) You would be friends with Danica? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, Riley wouldn't. Baby girl, I would drop you off right there and there. I would just be confused. I'd be like, you know that's you, right? <laughs> you is Danica. <laughs> she is you. You is her. <laughs> Let me introduce you to pronouns. Like, I just I don't get it. Weird. Um, 
Okay, they don't tip or they tip maximum 5%. No. I get so embarrassed. I was out at a restaurant last week and I usually pay cash and I gave her whatever, whatever it was, and I asked for 10 back and then she brought it back. I was like thinking, I was like, I feel like I calculated that wrong. Like I feel like that was looked too cheap and then I realized like I totally got it wrong by like... 10 bucks off and I shouldn't have asked for the change and I felt, I felt like such an idiot that I went back to her and I was like here's an extra 20 like sorry I tipped you wrong yeah but for sure it, it's just a karma as well like we get a, a lot of our money from tips mm-hmm. and so I don't know I just feel like it's kindness and also a lot of the time if something's fucked up it's not the service fault and they don't get all of that tip yeah like, they have to the tip, tip out, out as well yeah exactly yeah I'd be so embarrassed if I was with someone who didn't tip good yeah I, just, I wouldn't be able to which is so it's so funny because in New Zealand you don't tip yeah I was gonna say you guys don't tip yeah that, right? so when I first came here it was super weird for me I'm sure I got it wrong a couple of times <laughs> um but you know like you just don't know like yeah it's not a culture for the rest of the world yeah like even uh in when I was living in Europe you if you if something was um, eight euros and you had a ten euro you would just give it ten, like ten but you wouldn't tip or anything like that yeah you wouldn't like make that for two tip it wouldn't be like yeah yeah interesting yeah I would not be able to stay with someone who tips shitty or doesn't tip at all unless they're in New Zealand from New Zealand and Australia from Australia yeah if they're in somewhere that yeah, yeah. Tip, like yeah <laughs> like <laughs> oh speaking of tipping um, shitty five percent tippers have people been generous at the club when you worked ah. Uh, I mean, not really. They're still giving, like, if a dance is 50 bucks, they'd usually give 60. But So you're making, like, 40 bucks a dance, but usually it would be more. Oh my God, you're so lucky. Most people in my club do not tip 60. Really? No. But They'll, like, ask for their change, and you're like, seriously? And they're like, yeah. And then you have to go find someone to, like, break a 20 for them. Yeah. And they have, no, they have no shame, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Oh, my God. I... I can't handle like toonie tippers. Like I've had, <gasps> I've had a toonie tipper before, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, ugh. Unless you're in Alberta, like no. Yeah. Um. One of my girlfriends at the club, if they ask for change, she'll get it and then she'll just like throw it and then watch them pick it up up like up off the ground. <laughs> Savage. I love it. Um. <laughs> so good, eh? Amazing. Okay. On that note, where can people find you, Riley? Uh, you can find me at Vansity Riley on Instagram. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. The one and only. <laughs> As always, find me on five zero plus a tip on Instagram or email me at five zero plus a tip at gmail.com and send in your questions, comments. Um, it was a little slower this time because um, you know, we haven't talked in a little while. We had like a couple weeks off there and um and COVID, so everyone's kind of just like doing their own thing. But definitely throw some questions. We know you guys have them. And if you have a question, 80 people behind you have it too. So definitely send them our way. And make sure to check out our amazing sponsors. Temptations Avenue Laundry is a Canadian-owned laundry brand with a variety of styles ranging from sexy and wild to demure and sweet. Check them out on Instagram at Temptations Avenue and use our discount code TIP25 to get 25% off your entire order. That's TIP25 for 25% off. And use code TRULYPLUSATIP for 10% off your first online order of skincare products at Truly Lifestyle Brand. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. And happy hoeing. Bye. Bye.